Train Hard Live Strong family. What is going on, everyone? New year, 2021. Wow, I can't believe a whole 12 months, a whole 365 days has passed in 2020. And uh, I'm pretty sure everyone's excited to be in this new year, right? What does this new year have in store for all of us? <laughs> all right, y'all, check it out. I'm your host, Coach Matt, owner of Athletic Means Training and Apparel. And today in this episode, I want to bring you an amazing guest speaker, truly has been through it, y'all, has transformed her life, has went through sobriety, has found herself in training and fitness, found mental clarity, competed in a wellness competition, has her own training business, so much amazing things that this woman is about to bring to this episode, and I'm so excited for everyone to grab the value and the self-experience that this girl has to the show. But before we introduce her, I got a few announcements, y'all. Number one, like I always say, hydration is key, y'all. Hydration is key. Most of the time we go through life and we have kids. We have a business, we have school, we have work, whatever it is that we have, we get distracted from paying attention to our own self, our own health. But the biggest thing is water. A lot of us don't even drink enough water. There's even athletes, people who compete and people who do things, you know, people who do train still don't drink enough water, right? Sometimes I have forgotten to drink enough water, but... What helps me is liquidiv.com. Okay, they have amazing hydration products, some stuff that you put inside of a water bottle, you shake it up, you drink it. They got amazing flavors, but it helps you hydrate yourself three times faster than drinking just ordinary water. Not only that, but they have immunity products and energy products, and I want to save you 20, 25% off, y'all. So if you go head over to liquidiv.com, Use promo code TRAINHARD. It'll save you 25% off your purchase, and you can enjoy anything that they have in store, y'all, online. Okay? Hydrate yourself, y'all. And you already know, EliteHeatPerformance.com. Oh, my gosh. The New Year's here. You want to you get some amazing workouts, and you want to travel. You want to do things. Maybe you don't want to go to the gym yet. You want to work out at home, but you don't have enough equipment. You just have your own amazing body. EliteHitPerformance.com is going to get you what you need. We got 30-minute hit workouts, 20-minute hit workouts, 10-minute hit workouts, all the way down to 5-minute hit workouts. And the cool thing about these 5-minute hit workouts is you can combine them with any other 5-minute or 10-minute or 20-minute, and you can customize literally like, like as if you're going to Subway making your own sandwich. You can customize your own hit workout. Not only that. We have tons of free workouts you can do right now if you just head over to the website. And if you want to become an Elite Hit member, you're going to join an amazing community filled with tons of people who want the same thing, who want to strive to be better, who want to strive to fulfill their ultimate potential. All right, EliteHitPerformance.com. Go check it out, y'all. And the new year is here. The new year is here. If you leave a nice little five-star review for this podcast, it'll not just help me get feedback from you all, but it's going to help tons of other people around the world who want to find answers to their questions related to their health and fitness. It's going to help them find this podcast that much faster. And make sure you read the show notes of these episodes, y'all. Every Monday, we air guest speaker interviews, right? But we want to start doing something a little bit different this year. Every Monday, I post something on my Instagram, Matthew Fitness Trainer. And every Monday, I post a trailer of a, like a sneak peek of the interview. If you go to that post and you comment something that you enjoyed from the episode, maybe you drop down your favorite emoji, like a swallow arm emoji, a fire emoji, and you tag two people, we're going to start giving away cool stuff, all right? We're going to start giving away some clothes, some athletic beings apparel. We're going to start giving away free memberships to the EliteHitPerformance.com site. We're going to do a bunch of cool stuff for you amazing listeners who have been giving so much support to this podcast. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's introduce Sarah Dole. I think that that's what is the most important and where you're going to learn the most lessons is is hearing the truth of what actually happens behind these pictures that we see on social media, right? So strong in the 
Hey everyone, Coach Matt here, and you're listening to the Train Hard Live Strong Podcast, where we bring on the top fitness pros, top fitness influencers, motivational speakers, and people who have gone through dramatic transformations, and we're all here to inspire you to believe in yourself. If you have not yet, go ahead and check out our website, trainhardlivestrong.com. You can see all the new upcoming guest speakers and all the amazing things coming your way. Welcome to another life-changing episode. Welcome back to another episode here on the Train Hard Live Strong Podcast. You know who I am. I'm your host, Coach Matt. And today we have an amazing guest speaker and I'm happy to introduce Sarah Dole. Hey, Sarah, how you doing? Hey, Matt. Thanks so much for having me. I'm doing great today. How are you doing? (laughs) Hey, I'm doing amazing, especially now that I'm here able to talk to you and we're going to freaking crush this podcast episode. Yes, we are. Yeah, it's going to be so fun. So uh, So real quick, you are in Canada, right? That is correct. I'm in Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan? So how is it right now? It's winter. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's crazy. So over here in Houston, it's like getting cold, but not like too cold. Like right now, it's like 73 degrees outside right now. You know what? We have actually a super warm day today, so I'm going to take it in because that wind chill can get really crazy here. Oh my gosh, I bet. So right now, is there snow on the floor? There is lots of snow on the floor. Absolutely. Oh. We actually got hit with like one of the worst storms we've seen in November. And yeah, she's piled pretty high. (laughs) Dang, that's crazy. So by the time people are listening to this episode, it is going to be 2021. So it is. So we're crushing the new year. We're starting it off strong. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, man. Okay, sweet. So Sarah, for everyone who's listening, who doesn't know who you are, our current listeners, future listeners, can you give like a nice background story on just how you became who you are today? Absolutely. So For me, uh, I'm going to bring my story way back to my childhood because when it came to athletics, I was the person that never fit in, right? I was the soccer player that wasn't fast enough, the volleyball player that wasn't fast enough. And I felt like I did a good job of being a bench warmer throughout those years. And those are years when I feel like you really develop yourself on your confidence and that type of thing. And like, let's just be honest, when people are getting all the playing time, they're going to continue to be a better player. We know that practice is so important to progress. So I ended up deciding that, you know what, team sports weren't necessarily for me. They weren't building my confidence in the way that sports should. Mm -hmm. So in high school, I actually ended up starting working out and everything was going really good. But I think as a normal high school student, I chose the partying life for a little while and decided to ditch the gym. And it took me a while to find those priorities again and to really see my identity in fitness. So in 2015, I started hitting the gym again. Um, My husband was actually the best influence on me because he was encouraging me to go. And for some reason, I would always argue a reason as to why I shouldn't go. And when I look back now, I find it really funny because I think that in our life, there's barriers that come up that try to stop us from pursuing things that we're actually really meant for. And so when I look back now, I'm like, yeah, okay, I had all the excuses, but by 2016, all of a sudden something flipped in me and I came to the gym one day. I've I've always been customer service focused in all of my career. Okay. But I was like, man, maybe I would make a really good coach. 
And so I decided to start from the bottom because I'm a very structured person. So I wanted to get all the experience that I could before I even took the schooling. So I actually signed up with a level four personal trainer for 107 hours. So I was with him from 2016 to 2017. And so I just got him to show me the ropes in the long run, right? Um, I wanted more of the education than transformation. So it was nice to be able to have him guide me throughout those years and kind of show me right from the bottom to the top. Now, the cool part was, was that he had asked me when I'm going to become a PT, right? Because my current job was not a personal trainer. I was in sales. Um, and I told him that I was going to be a personal trainer by the time I was 25. And one thing that was really cool was even though the timeline seemed like it was too long for him, Mm. I was like, no, this is what needs to happen for me. And I trusted my gut and I kept pursuing. So there you go. That was 2016 to 2017. Then in 2018, I got certified. I set up my business, which is authentically fit. And it took me until 2019 to actually start running with clients. I was doing the good old Google documents and search up your exercises on YouTube, which was not my favorite method to deliver. So again, being the person that I am, because I chose to go out on my own May 2019 and leave my sales job officially to be a personal trainer, I was like, maybe I'll get some gym experience. So I tried a contract position as well as an employee position. And both made me recognize that I have the customer service and the tool set that I need to do this on my own. So I did it and Mm -hmm. authentically fit, um, developed an app and December 2019, it was launched. So we actually just celebrated one year um, last week, which is super exciting. Nice. Nice. Well, that's good. First of all, congratulations. Those big milestones are awesome. Great achievements, you know, for sure. Absolutely. Um, Thank you. Yes, of course. And yes, your journey seems like you were, you seem very structured. You seem very organized, like as you have time frames, which is great coming from a coach because that's what we tell our clients, right? We tell our clients, hey, there's a time frame for this uh, goal that you want to achieve, or, you know, we're going to hit it even faster, or it might take a little bit longer, or we help people, you know, set realistic things. So it was good that you were able to use that for yourself. You're able to be realistic on your own. So whenever it comes down to, I guess, training in your body, um, and I I really want to know, are you also the same when it comes down to like training and eating? Are you very organized and realistic with your goal settings? Yeah, absolutely. So another thing about me is I am an athlete as well. So I'm a wellness competitor. Mm -hmm. I just finished my first competition in November and I actually coached myself through the whole prep, which was Mm, something that I was really proud of. Yes, congrats. (laughs) Thank you. I appreciate that. So I do believe that I take that structure uh, with me to my nutrition, my training. And I really do believe that as a coach, you should be practicing what you're preaching right at the end of the day. And so um, that's something that's really important to me is to make sure that I'm a good example for my team and for others, because authentically fit is really about just creating a community and a community of like-minded people that really want to uplift each other to make sure that we're all doing our best because at the end of the day we all struggle with a lot of the same mental things mm-hmm. right yes. but yet somehow we put so much pressure pressure on ourselves that it all comes down to the physical and we don't really realize how much change we need to do inside of us in order to be happy with what we see on the outside absolutely absolutely and it's it's so funny because 
You know, I always I always preach and I always talk about how if someone is struggling somewhere in life, you know, it could be relationships, it could be business, career, school, parenthood, whatever it is. If someone if you're struggling somewhere, um, I have always found that every single person I've ever trained, including myself, every 100 percent. OK, and, and I could I could guarantee this. OK, 100 percent of the people that I have trained, including myself that has had uh, problems outside, you know, with all the things I I said earlier, whenever they take some time to be physically, to physically improve themselves and go take some time to self-love and self-care themselves, they come back with a clearer mind, harder drive, and like that mindset that they sculpted inside their training that's going to crush any sort of roadblock or or a setback that they're having in external portions of their life. So I think that's, that's awesome that you also think the same way as well. Thanks. I appreciate that. And I can really agree with that because I feel like as humans, we really make life harder on ourselves than it needs to be. Life is already hard as it is. And so the types of pressures that I feel like we put on ourselves, the unrealistic standards that we put on ourselves, it just ends up being too much. And it does end up spilling out into other areas of your life. Like you mentioned, your relationships, your career, all of those types of things. And it ends up taking away from your confidence and your ability to get to where you want to go, right? And that's yes. you that's stopping you. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So you talked about your background and how you did training in high school, and then you took the kind of like the party route. I, I'm curious to know, because uh, same thing with me, okay? In high school, I, was, I trained, and when I was 13, I started weightlifting. We had a weightlifting class, which was called weights, and we were able to do it after, you know, uh, freshman year, so sophomore year to senior year, you're able to take it. So I was in it as soon as I possibly could. Training was my life is something that I was that created something for me. I was also an athlete and, and like a very weak one. You know, I always get pushed around and um, I wasn't fast enough, just like you. Like I exactly, feel you. <laughs> yes, exactly like you. And and it irritated me. And especially coming from a guy as well, I wanted to be masculine. I wanted to yeah. to you know see if I could do what other people are doing and if I could actually feel confident, and happy with myself. So that's what began my. That's what began it. Um, but I always stuck true to it. Like I always, my mind was, I was so just, I guess, absorbed in it. And yes, I did, you know, things that we do in high school and stuff like that. But I always kind of stuck with it. So I want to know what, because the, the, it seems like whenever you said it, right, you were starting to train in high school for the same reason as me. And then you kind of took the, you know, um, the party route and, and you started to the do that. The lesser route. <laughs> yeah. So what, what pulled you into that and why did you stay in there? I think that that is the best question because of the fact um, when I look back now and I really assess the situation um, and it goes back to what I said as well about making sure that you're confident with who you are and making sure that you look after your mental health. That was a part in my life where my mental health was not good and I was the person who tried everything first. So I was the person drinking first. I was the person doing drugs first. I was, you know, just that person that was going out of, I guess you'd say, normal terms of where everybody was at for our age, right? And so for a while, I got lost in addiction for quite a few years. And the thing was, was I was fighting with my own identity, right? Like I wanted to drink and escape so that I didn't have to be myself. But the worst part was, was that I would wake up and I would regret everything that I would would have done the night before, right? Because I would always get myself to this blackout state And it was just this feeling like I never want to go back to that feeling ever again because it really is the worst feeling in the entire world when you're trying to run from who you are 
and then you keep like almost getting like smacked in the face by yeah. it over and over and over again because you keep repeating the same mistakes. And so even though I had that opportunity of fitness coming up in high school and you know I had my um my gym teacher behind me, she saw a lot of potential in me and instead I still chose like I said to take the lesser route. The reason mm. why because mentally I was not there. Mentally I still didn't love myself. I didn't know that fitness and self-love had so much of a link with each other and I just chose to get lost for a couple more years and so I actually ended up finding sobriety um at the age of 18 which is very young to be finding sobriety for most people right mm. um but it was also a very awkward age to find sobriety that's when a lot of people are just starting their partying phase right right, right. in 18 especially yeah. in Alberta that's where i was living before that's when yeah. the the bars are open and you know it's really a blessing in disguise because if that timeline wouldn't have worked out the way it did i don't know if i would be here telling you this story right mm. Yeah, right, um right. but because I went through everything when I didn't have a lot of freedom when I was at home so I would just constantly lie to my parents sorry guys I love you so much but you know you do what you do sometimes right, right. and so <laughs> once I got sober things got even harder it was like people didn't like me while I was drinking but then nobody wanted to be around me while I was sober and Dang. the thing is is that you feel like you don't know who you are because you don't understand why you can't just fit in with everybody else and be able to do this. And so when you're at a party, let's just say because I could go out and not drink. Like once when I am determined to a goal, I freaking stick to it. There you go. But it's awkward when you're at a party and somebody is like, "Oh, why don't you have a drink?" and you're like, "Oh, I'm a recovering alcoholic." Like When somebody's drinking, that makes them feel so awkward that definitely right. does not want them to invite you to the next party. And so becoming an athlete was something that was so important to me because now I don't have to identify myself as a recovering alcoholic. I can identify myself as an athlete, right? Yes. And for me, that was something that allowed me to shape my identity into who it was supposed to be this whole time without having this fear and really essentially just constantly bringing me back to my past right. of feeling like I still couldn't figure out who I was, right? Yes. And so now I just feel like that I have achieved these things that I am dedicating my life like you said to that structure which does not include alcohol um that it just it's incredible seeing what life brings you when mm-hmm. you're willing to look at it, assess it amazing. Yes, absolutely. Man, you know, first of all, I'm very happy that you found your way out. I'm very happy that you figured out you went through life, you know, you went through it, it and and you did your thing and now you are coming up on the other side and now you know your value. Your your value like, you know, you're visualizing your value because you understand that you have the potential to be greater and that's awesome. I know it takes a lot of effort and a lot of mind like mind power to understand that you have that value. And um I I believe in my opinion whatever all the stuff that you went through is like the same as if someone were to be obese and they find their their uh, outlet through eating a, a lot of food or being very lazy and sedentary and they find that cuz they want to feel I guess you know bad for themselves or sorry for themselves they want to keep doing that so finding even their value is difficult and life can always get that that um bond, that mind to body connection it can fog it up it can it can totally fog it up and because life gets so noisy 
Um, and, and, and what everything that you said, I can, I can almost totally relate to you on the mindset aspect. So with, with me, yeah. So like quick, quick story. I, uh, my grandmother and my mother, like basically raised me and my, my grandma passed away when I was a a junior or senior in high school. And thank you. Thank you. And, uh, but she's up there waiting for me, but, um, (laughs) you know, um, and then all that happened in my household began, like it just got bad. Okay. And then things are happening inside my parents' marriage. And then it just started to get, you know, very dark and stuff. And lots of what's happening with me. And then, um, then I got kicked out. And then after that, a year later, I enlisted into the military. Whenever I enlisted into the military, training at this point has always been a part of my life. But inside the military, it escalated. It became, it was more of not just training for fun, training to get nice pecs, training to get nice legs or nice a six pack for the beach and stuff like that. It became more of like training is going to save my life. Because yeah. if, I don't, if I don't train every single day, then my my mentality is gonna grasp is gonna get a hold of me entirely and it's gonna win. And if me training keeps me stronger than that will, then I am then I'm gonna win. So whenever I was training, it began like I was hustling and hustling to achieve that pain that you feel whenever you train. You know, you're like hustling, you feel the burn, and you know, like you're exhausted and you're breathing and it's Heck heavy yeah. and all that stuff. <laughs> and it feels great. You feel so amazing. And I felt great. But that was my high all the time. That was the only time I felt something. And I always strived to feel that something because other than that, I felt empty all the time. I felt, you know, lonely. I felt cold and stuff like that. So I wanted to gain the energy, the happiness that I know that I have, that I know that I was able to. And so I had like a little bit of a dark phase, you know, the first three years of my military career. And then towards the end, and even like, even there in the middle, I had amazing battle buddies by my side and all the training that I did religiously, I'm telling you, like before PT, PT, after work, like it was nonstop training, training, training. Like, hey, where's Matt? Like, oh, he's in the gym, dude. Like, that's all. That's all. That's the only place I was at because I, that was my therapy. Like, that was saving yeah. my life, man. So, but, um, you know, aside from that, all that training, that mindset strengthening leaked into my career, man. I was getting promoted faster. I was getting noticed faster. I was raising my PT score. Then I was in charge of training some of, of the soldiers who were failing some of theirs. And there was so much stuff that was going on and, and it was improving my life overall. It was improving who I was. So I think it's very powerful that that happens. But what I want to ask you too is getting out of your dark phase and coming back into training. How was the visual, like how did you envision that again because obviously your mindset has changed from whenever you started training in high school into after you know the sobriety and all that stuff now whenever you started jumping back your first time into training again what was your mindset then absolutely so that's a really good question because i was somebody who always struggled uh with body image issues so right from when i was a young kid i was super overweight and so then throughout the years i would go to low weights and all the way back up again. And, you know, none of the times that I ever went down were in healthy manners, you know, and I was recovering from eating disorders and all of those ugly things that get your mindset to a point where it should never be right. Right. And so when I was coming, when I was in high school, it was all about image, right? How I looked there. Like I said, that's why it didn't stick with me is because there wasn't enough passion in it. There wasn't anything connecting my head and my heart at that point, if that makes sense. Yes, it does. Whereas now I feel like 
I really made sure that I took time to love my body throughout this journey because at the end of the day, I have physically put my body through so much harm when I look back, right? Mm-hmm. And I need to sit and appreciate what it has stood up against, honestly. And it's here. And we we want everything so quickly. You know what I mean? Yes, and absolutely. I, I firmly believe that anything good in your life is going to take time. And when I had completely trashed my body for 20 some years of my life, like it's not going to rebound into what I, what I want it to be overnight. And what I didn't realize was how much personal development I still had to do in order to keep growing. And then it was probably just a couple of years ago that I was like, okay, like personal development doesn't end. Like this is a daily thing every single day for the rest of your life. You know what I mean? So that is one thing that I think stood out the most when I look back is the fact that it changed from just being image to being so much more about my mental health than anything else. I think it's crazy how, how just, you know, we obviously age. I think it's crazy how we age physically. And then I think it's amazing how we age internally. I think mm-hmm. with the self-experience and stuff like that, I think it's incredible in how, you know, training back in the day for me, just like with you, it was more like, hey, dude, I can lift more on bench press. You know, like I can lift more yeah. <laughs> on, you know, bicep curls. Dude, like, you know, I have bigger arms than you, man. Like that that's what it was about. And then now training is more on, you know, because now we have more responsibilities in life. We have more things that we have to take care of ourselves. You know, we have a family. You got to take care of your family. You got, you know, be there. We have a business to run. You got to be there for your business. You know, if you're doing other things, you got to be there for that. You're meeting amazing people, your clients. You got to be there for them. You got to be at 100% because you have so much more responsibility in life. So whenever it comes down to training, whenever I first started, I could spend three hours in the gym doing stupid stuff because I didn't know nothing. But now, you know, it's time efficient. Now I train for a specific reason. Now I have uh, organization structure, just like how you said. And, you know, you, you, whenever you, especially when you jump inside of like fitness or health and stuff like that, you, you're going to see just how, this is why I always tell people like, you don't have to look like, you know, people might just find you today, right? Or when this episode launches and they might find you on Instagram, you know, and they're like, oh my God, Sarah looks amazing. Like, I want to look like that, but they don't know the hardship that you went through. They don't know years of muscle growth and health and life and mindset that went into that. So most people will look at us and think like, Hey, I want that. And they go two months strong, but we've been going 13 years plus 15 years plus strong as hell. And just like you said, it's not going to happen overnight. Absolutely. It's not going to happen overnight. And I can't express enough that everybody's journey and plan is going to be different just like we're unique to our personalities, our looks, all of those types of things that comes down to our, our training programs, our nutrition programs, all of those types of things. So that needs to be really personalized as well, because I know that a lot of people will look on Instagram and be like, she eats this. She does this workout. She's training this many times a day. She does this much cardio. And I can promise you that you will never get the results that you want because you're not training to your body. And a good coach will make sure that they come up with a plan for you so that you can attain your goals while making gains on your weaknesses, right? Ooh, That's what it games. really comes down to. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, man. De- definitely, definitely. And one big thing I've always admired, okay, is, is 
a female that is not scared to tap into their masculinity side, to lift the weights, to sculpt their body, to get the nice big legs, defined legs, defined back, nice arms. If a female wants to do that, then do it. But, you know, most of the time people are scared because if, if they touch big weights or they touch a barbell, they're going to get man hands and they're yeah, going to get bulk. Right and, up, hey? yeah, and it doesn't work like that, you know? I wish and, it worked like that, hey? <laughs> It does. This would be easy, um, but you know, coming from you, I want to know: Did you have to battle any of that? Did you have to think like I look too much, like I t- I look too muscly, or like I don't like how I'm looking right now because I'm building too much muscle, or you know, anything like that? Did you have to overcome anything like that whenever you look at your body, <laughs> especially going to competition or stage day? You know, you're getting really defined, and muscle growth is there, and you're looking phenomenal. Um, did you have to overcome any of those mindset things? That's a very good question as well. Damn. Okay. So when fire. it comes, fire is right. <laughs> so I think that when it comes to, if there was anything that I needed to overcome, um, for me, it was more so of body image because I've always been overweight as right. opposed to underweight. I like, okay. So I'm also a strong personality type, which I'm sure you've probably seen by now. So even in times when I didn't have confidence, I was never afraid to be strong. Now, when I look back, though, I use my strengths in wrong ways. Like when I was hurting, I was a bully at stages. You know what I mean? Mm, So I showed my strength in wrong ways. But now I am not afraid to be strong in the sense of sharing my story, telling you guys that I, you know, um, my story with alcohol and all of those types of things. And I'm very, very real on my journey on Instagram with all my followers because I think that that's what is the most important and where you're going to learn the most lessons is is hearing the truth of what actually happens behind these pictures that we see on social media, right? Absolutely. So for me, I was not scared to get muscly. I wish I had a bit more muscle for stage, if I can be completely honest. But for me, it was always making sure that I was creating a healthy relationship with the scale, creating a yes. healthy relationship with the with the mirror because... I, my biggest tip for people is I really want you to reflect on your childhood and then start thinking about where you're at in your health and fitness journey and where you might be struggling because of the fact we do not realize how far back it actually stems to of some of the things that we're struggling with in our adulthood. So one of the things that I want to bring up with this body image issue is, like I said, when I was really young, like grade two, I think I got up to like 150 pounds, which is insane. But it's because I was dealing with some serious family things. Now, the thing was, was that I would be weighing myself with my friends and I would be like 50 to 70 pounds higher, right? Like, insane amounts and I'm like I'm so strong this is so awesome until one day somebody let me know that I was fat and that it wasn't actually cool to be heavier and I can't believe how young it actually was and it makes so much sense why my eating disorders develop so young is it stems back to that moment in grade two when I actually realized that being bigger than everybody else didn't make me cool it made me fat and it actually made me rejected. Mm-hmm. So it was just really interesting when you actually take the time to assess of, you know, bad habits that you have with eating, bad habits that you have with the scale, obsessing yep. about exercising, 
obsession period. Okay. Like these watches and things that people have, I didn't even have mine on for prep because there's absolutely no reason (laughs) to need to obsess over something that doesn't even tell you the accurate information. Okay. So that's kind of more of my side. Yeah, that's good. That's powerful. And and I always tell, I like I said, I've always admired it, man. Girls that are like, look at these CrossFit chicks, you know, or yeah. they, they do so much and their body is incredible. And I think it's awesome that a girl can do that. I think I think it's good. I think it's powerful that a female should do that. Um, and and they, and same thing going on to the male side. You know, all of us guys we're so tough and this and that, and we 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 don't cry, you know, and yes. and it's. And like you said, you know, it's important to go back to those days. You know, it's important to do that. And in, as a man, it's, it's important to tap into that feminine side and be emotional, man. Like if you are, you know, str- like going back to me, like how you said, I think it's very important. That's some valuable stuff you just put out right there. It's important to go back to your childhood. It's important to sit down in a dark room and just think, what is up with my life? Like, how do I fix this roadblock? How do I fix this obstacle? How do I improve myself? How do I make myself better? How do I get past this plateau? Like, what do I do to improve my life better for tomorrow? Like, what do I do? Because you can't, the past is already behind you, you know? But those things, they still affect us emotionally or mentally today, obviously. Um, So whenever you go back to those days, you can find that time and you can, you know, fix it today you can fix those things and a lot of people you know might be listening right now and they might be struggling with taking that first step man they might be struggling with finding the will inside of them to do it to 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 just make that one step to drink more water in the day or let go of sodas or this and that you know and um and finding that will is very powerful but i really want to ask you for coming from everything you've gone through man like everything that you've gone through especially leaving an addiction and stuff like that you know because emotionally is what brought you there which is very hard to let go of so someone right now who is listening and they're struggling with you know letting go of something or or stopping an addiction that is harming their health or you know just a negative energy that keeps pulling them down like coming from you you got out of that What is some good advice you could give someone right now that might have an eating disorder, an addiction, a body image, negative view on themselves and anything like that? Yeah. Okay. So I think the simplest term that I like to use is just keep it real with yourself. Okay. Like (laughs) I said, stop making life harder than it needs to be. And if you're struggling (laughs) communication is the biggest thing because nobody knows what's going on in your head. And when we put this like self torture on ourselves, it will grow so much faster than you even know it. And it will start shutting out other things in your life quicker than you could ever imagine. Like it it gets to a really dirty, scary spot really quick. So all I can say is that you are totally worth it, but I can promise you that nobody is going to help you find your worth. Okay. There's not going to be anybody else or or anybody out there that's going to love you enough to get you out of that, except for you loving yourself. Okay. And it doesn't mean that you're just going to wake up one morning and be like, I fucking love myself. This is so easy. No, life does not fucking work like that. Unfortunately. Absolutely. What it means is that you're showing up for yourself every single day. And if one day was bad and you stepped on the scale three times or you, you know what I mean? You're struggling with bulimia. You have a new day tomorrow and you need to just keep it real 
by making sure that if you're going to take time to beat yourself up, take the lesson in it because there is no point of sitting there in that self-pity if you're not willing to take the lesson in it because you're not actually wanting to grow. So this goal that you're trying to achieve by hitting the scale 17 times a day, you know, being bulimic, anorexic, all of those types of things is you're not actually trying to achieve your goal. And that is the harshest, truthest statement that I could give. But at the end of the day, it takes you showing up in the right ways to get you to where you want to go. And all I can say is that the journey's worth it. It takes a long time. Personal development is something that you need to work on every single day. And when it comes to really bad addictions with bulimia and the scale and anorexia, the thing is, is that it might be something that you really have to fight for for the rest of your life because those temptations are going to come in. Stress is going to come in. Life is going to change. All of these things that you can't control. And it's up to you to be in control of your actions while life is feeding you everything else. So keep it real with yourself. Honestly, assess what is going on when you're taking the time to beat yourself up and take a lesson from it and take it into tomorrow to have a new day. Boom, dude, your, dude, your voice, like when you listen to it, girl, your voice got loud as hell whenever you were just spitting out that truth, man. That's, and, and that's how you know it's true to yourself, man. That's how you know it's raw, it's raw value that's passion. Like it's, cause you went through it and now you know, like now you know, that's what it takes to get out of these things. And, you know, hopefully right now, someone who is struggling with that can listen to everything you just said and think, you know what? She's right. I need to stop and I need to fix this because yes, man, you are, you are fixing, you are doing something today to make a better tomorrow. And if you mess up today, it's all good. Cause when tomorrow comes, then better that day. Like we always have 100%. new days. Yeah. Like stop waiting for a new week. Stop waiting for a new year, a new month. Like when you start a new nutrition plan or a training plan, like what's up with these Mondays? Like I'll start Monday. Like that makes no sense to me. Like just start, you know? And right? yes. And it doesn't mean that you're like not going to step on the scale at all tomorrow. But if you stepped on the scale five times today, maybe tomorrow you can make it four. You know what I mean? And that's what progress actually looks like. Yes. Yes. Because obviously, you know, you competed. You know, progress comes slow. Even when you know the scientific stuff and this and that, like even people who are at their best, people who look phenomenal and other people are looking at them like, dude, I want to look like that. Even sometimes they look so great, but they're not happy inside. And that body image that they have for themselves is not positive and they don't love what's going on. And so that's why it always blows my mind that some people will look up to someone that's not even happy with themselves. They don't even live a life that's structured to like happiness or positivity and self-love and stuff like that because – if you do the reps and you eat right and you do the cardio or you do the head and you do those things, your body is going to change because that's just science. You put in the work, it's going to happen. But if you just show up empty like a ghost, you know, there's no there's no happiness in that. There's no fulfillment. There's no like positive, mm, like positive feedback to make you just want to go and crush it the next day after that. Um, and everything that you just said. Is absolutely on point. Like I said, man, your voice got high, girl. It was, it was out <laughs> there for a little bit. Um, <laughs> but I really like, I really love everything that you just said. And thank you. Your, your entire story is, is so, is so strong, so passionate. What, what's next for you? And and also too, I want to know what's next for you, for Sarah. But I also want to know what training gives you 
today? Like what, what kind of energy, what kind of mindset, emotional, spiritual stuff does training give you? Absolutely. So training gives me the ability to bring my best self and be able to give 200% to everybody else because I'm giving myself the full 100, right? And it has been such a way for me to channel my anger. Like you said um, in your story relating back to being in the army and when you were saying that training was your therapy, it's like, it's our medication, right? Yes, yes. And without having to be on medication. And, and that was something that was really important to me because again, somebody who struggles with addiction doesn't want to go and jump on a bunch of medications. And that's one thing that right. I want to stress to a lot of people is that the gym can be an incredible outlet for whatever you want it incredible. to be. Incredible. Right. And I'm not saying that medication is a bad thing. Every situation is going to be different, but I don't think that people understand the limits that you can break through by making sure that you're channeling your emotions in a good way. Right. And that doesn't mean that you need to go and hit that in the squat bar. Maybe that means you're going for a run. Maybe that means that you are, you know, doing a hit circuit or whatever it is that makes you feel good. Right. Fitness is not one style or one fit for everybody. So that's the other thing too, is just making sure that you're doing things that you enjoy. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, So when it comes to what is in the future for me, Uh, So the team is growing right now on the Authentically Fit app. And that is something that I just honestly have 100% of my focus on. There is nothing that really matters more to me than my clients, their happiness, their success. Because as you mentioned earlier in the uh, podcast too, um, when you start to grow your confidence, it spills out in all areas of your life, right? So I'm not only watching them crush and grow grow in the program, but... I'm also seeing them get better in their jobs, get better with their spouses. You know what I mean? And be able to be a better mom, all of those types of things. And that is what really just like makes me glow beyond imagine is seeing them grow in those different ways. Um, For me, myself, personally, I'm going for my pro card in 2021. So it is not going to be stopping here when it comes to the um, bodybuilding side of things. And then there's a couple of other little things that I have up my sleeve as well that I'm going to be releasing and dropping. You know, I'm always on to the next project. My yes. husband's like, I swear to God, do not pick anything else up. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry, I have to. I have to. <laughs> Literally, I cannot not be busy. So I can promise that 2021 is going to be an exciting year for Authentically Fit um, and as well for myself too. So it's going to be a year of growth um, personally and physically. <laughs> Yes, that's awesome, man. So are you are you going to stay in wellness? Yeah, I am. So I believe Good. I am at least because um, the judges said that it, it is the right division for me. But what I need to do is I put I need to put on more mass as well. Right, so right. we'll see how these legs end up developing. <laughs> but if I end up losing my buns along the way, then we're going to have to go down <laughs> to bikini. So <laughs> we'll see where time brings us. <laughs> right, right. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's really good. Um uh, also, too, I want to ask you one, one more thing. With yeah. The, so, like, your – I think because it's very important. This is very huge because you compete. You do all these different things. Um, going home – every time you go home and, you know, you're done – not really done for the day, but, like, you're able to kind of, like, decompress and stuff like that. Um, how – do you have a strong support system, something to help you get ready and confident for the next day? Yeah. So you mean personally myself, like what I do to develop my 
to prepare yes. myself for the next day. Yeah. Yes, yes. Like I said, structure is my jam. So um, I actually run off of three different day timers. So I have an electronic day timer, a paper day timer, and then I split my list out for the day. I will rewrite that list as per priorities throughout the day as things are coming through. And I feel like if I didn't have that, um, I don't think that I would be as as on the ball slash able to stay on top of the projects that I do while still being able to deliver 100% to each one. Right. So that's something that's really important to me. But also too, I um, the last couple of years has been dedicating myself to building my business. As you know, I am fairly new, right? And so it has been a lot of weekends, a lot of super late evenings of just making sure that you put in the time um, to see it a little bit later on down the road. So I'm hoping 2021, um, I'm going to find a little bit more of a work slash fun <laughs> free <Yeah>. time, actually see <laughs> your friends balance, especially throwing uh, the prep in there this year. It was like, my friends, I feel like I haven't seen them in ages, plus COVID. Oh, it's no. like, gosh, like, yeah. <laughs> who are you guys? Hey. <laughs> hey, I'm Sarah. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's pretty much what I'm up to. Nice. Okay, great, great. So for everyone listening right now, and, you know, if they grab value in everything you're saying, and, you know, they can, they just like, you know, just your whole story. They're just taken away from it. And they loved it and just love everything you're talking about. And they want to reach out to you, ask you some questions, maybe even, you know, work with you or whatnot. Where's the best place for somebody to find you? So the best place for somebody to find me is on Instagram. And you guys can find me at the handle uh, authentically.fit. And I am also on YouTube if you search up authentically fit. And you can check out my whole prep journey. I did vlog it um, and am, am continuing to YouTube now. So um, you'll definitely find some goodies there if you like the information here. Nice. Awesome. Oh my gosh, Sarah, this was a, uh, a great, great talk. And I appreciate you getting vulnerable and being comfortable with talking about your story and telling everyone, you know, how you got, you know, through sobriety and how you, you know, worked on yourself and all the mindset stuff and life stuff. It's really, um, especially people who have gone through it. You know, there's people listening right now who are listening to this episode that are going to take a step tomorrow or today and two years from now, they're going to lose 100 pounds, 150 pounds, Absolutely. 200 pounds or whatever it is that they're going to accomplish. They're going to accomplish it and they're going to look back and be like, you know what? I have an amazing story and I know that, you know, everything I put in was to find my value. And uh, and you did that, yeah. you know. So, and that's awesome. And, and you're crushing. Thank you still you. keep crushing it. Yes, absolutely. Um, I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. So everyone listening right now, ladies and gentlemen, if you have grabbed any sort of value in this episode, you enjoyed Sarah's story. You enjoyed the amazing things that she talked about. And she, you just grabbed some mean value. And you know somebody else who can also grab value. All we ask is you simply share it to your best friend, your gym buddy, your mom, dad, brother, cousin, your neighbor, somebody, somebody listening. Because the more people we can get to listen to these episodes, y'all, the more lives we can all change together. And all we're trying to do here is inspire you to believe in yourself, your abilities, and what you're capable of doing when you just put your mind, your body, and your heart, and your soul into the goals and stuff that you want to accomplish, right? Ladies and gentlemen, Thank you so much for being here. I'm your host, Coach Matt, guest speaker, Sarah Dole. And as Thank usual, y'all, yes, absolutely. <laughs> Get out there. Train hard. Live strong. Yes. All right, everybody. Peace. You just finished another amazing episode on the Train Hard Live Strong podcast. If you have grabbed any sort of value from this episode, all we ask is you simply share it out to your Instagram story, Snapchat, send it to your best friend. If you want to know when the next amazing episode of guest speakers are coming on the show, 
Make sure to check out our website, trainhardlifton.com. And also, if you want to see the sickest apparel, go ahead and check out athleticbeings.com. We'll see you all in the next episode. Coach Matt, peace.